everybody. Welcome to the Sailor Moon Crystal After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Season 3, Episode 10, Act 35, Infinity 9, Infinite Labyrinth 2. I got all the titles, and actually somebody tweeted something at me explaining why there are so many titles. That and more right after the break. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan <laughs> discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, yeah. Though... To be fair, we had a long discussion last week about the fact that the 90s anime had really, really super long titles. And spoilers! And they were yeah. really quite full of a lot of spoilers, but uh, at Jamstar, with maybe some numbers, hold on, let's see, let me give credit to the right person. Uh, yes, at uh, Jamstar529 tweeted an article at me explaining that the reason that the 90s anime had such long titles was because in like Japanese TV guides at the time, basically there were these little boxes and there were a certain number of characters you could put in to fill the entire box. Oh my god! So when they were, yeah, so Sailor Moon, the people who were titling the episodes, intentionally made them all the maximum number of characters so they would <laughs> fill the whole box and oh, that would sort of their money's worth exactly exactly that would it's that like, would draw everybody's attention to it and so they'd be like what is why is the title so long? I gotta watch this thing. <laughs> yep. Okay. Sailor Moon. What do you no, mean I told totally Nephrite dies for love? Oh, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> if I'm gonna pay the same, then yes, I'm gonna fill that box. Exactly. I, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're paying for that advertising, you use all that space. All Good of on it. your 90s Sailor Moon. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sailor Moon Crystal After Show here on After Buzz TV. If you guys are listening on iTunes, thank you. You should totally subscribe to us and leave us a review. Because if you do leave us a review, we'll give you a shout out on the show. No Nobody did that this week, but we still like you anyway. Uh, and if you are listening on iTunes, remember you can also watch us on YouTube. Subscribe to us there. Give us a thumbs up. Let us know what you think. And you can watch us live at 10 p.m. on Monday nights, which is when we're recording this. And you can even participate in the live chat, which I don't have on my computer because the internet's being challenging in here. Marquia's got her phone up. I think she, she's got her eyes on it. I do. Sort of? Good? Yes, good? Great. We are, we're live. Awesome. Right, great. I'm, I'm glad to hear that we are indeed actually live. And I'm not just like talking to a black hole of uh, nothingness. And uh, remember also, if you are watching live or throughout the week, you can also tweet at us using the hashtag ABT. TV SMC. I am Emma Fife. I can be found all over the internet at my name, Emma Fife, and I am joined by a fabulous panel of ladies, as always, this evening, Markeia McCarty. Uh, yes, you can find me on Twitter uh, at Markeia McCarty. That's M A R K E I A M C C A R T Y. And I will give a shout out to the lipstick in a second. Ah, <laughs> yes, her lipstick is super fabulous. If you're listening, you really need to watch because she looks real good. Uh, and uh, Megan Salinas. Hey guys, you can tweet me at the Menguin. That's T H E M E N G U A N. So, start. Starting to wind down. We're like really we're in the yeah. we're we're in the Mugen Academy. There's no turning back at this point. We're like getting into some boss fights. What did you guys think? Uh, oh my god. <laughs> oh oh Markia. I'm so sorry. Oh. It was like there is no ice cream shop. No. no. Oh man. Okay, so first, uh yeah, it's called Techno Pagan. Um it is violet. <laughs> It's uh, a very deep violet. Okay. I'm, I was going for the Sailor Saturn purple. Thank oh, you. okay. Yep. Yeah. Good choice. Good OCC choice. makeup, 100% vegan. It's awesome. Oh. And, yeah. I needed a bright spot in my day because of this episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Professor Tumalai, what? what? Why? Yeah. They called me mad. I was, I was 
genuinely surprised that it really was they called me mad because we were joking about that a yeah. couple episodes ago. But no, it was legitimately we called what I, I will say boss fight probably sums up this episode best. This was yeah. a boss fight episode. I know. Yeah. And, and he's bat-ish crazy. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, was. yeah. I really enjoyed getting to see that though. Um, particularly uh with uh Kalanite's origin. Yeah. Because that was not like I feel way worse for her. She was a victim of circumstance. Yeah, no, she was just there. Yeah. (laughs) No, actually I I had somebody ask me earlier today on Twitter about whether I thought that Callie Knight if it was like her decision or if you know, once the diamond egg like entered her brain, it just instantly took over. It looked also like there was some sort of like, like he said, pledge your allegiance to me, and then it looked like she was in pain. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it's like if you don't, I'ma kill you. Well, and I mean, it's basically it's, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it, it, it was like. I, I felt so bad for her this entire time. It was like, oh, yeah, she's, you know, she's a boss, whatever. Yeah. I understand. I hate her, da-da-da-da. And now it's like, no, she was in, she had a crush on her. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Boss. Yeah. Um, and she was put in a very, very difficult situation where she did the very best that she could with it. Yeah. And yes, she lost her way along the way. Yeah. But she she didn't deserve that. She didn't no, deserve I agree. that. Okay, Professor Tumway, though, um, I'll just say... <laughs> all my exes are monsters, so I totally, not all my exes, I'm joking. Well, most of them. Um, yeah. Um, but it's like, yeah, no, he's such a bad guy. Yeah, he no, was. he's not great. And oh, I'm, I'm sorry. And I have all the feels. I have still, all the feels for this. It's still kind of sad when he, when he died um, because we get to see Hotaru's reaction to Our it. dad is dead. Dead. I know. We got a tear and a sayonara. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah. It was interesting. So in and sayonara means goodbye forever. Forever. Yeah. yeah sayonara is like exactly. a real final That's goodbye. That's a real thing. So in the manga, one thing that I, I thought that, that Crystal actually did a lot better was that scene where Cowley Knight was first taken over. Because you kind of see it happen in the manga. It's like one little frame and it looks like there's maybe something going into her head. But like the way it was portrayed in this, just like... I already really like her as a character in Crystal quite a lot, but like this just made me like her even more because it's just because it's so sad and complicated. Like I really like tragic figures. This this was a gut punch for sure. Well, and her reaction too. It was like I feel like yes, okay. So she was in love with her boss, and she ended up with this being a victim of circumstance. She was taken over right away, but she was also put in this position where she's like, now I'm really like sexy and powerful mm-hmm. and things were looking really good for her and then you know Pharaoh 90's like at all costs you must revive Mistress 9 this is her diamond egg right here and and uh, Professor Trumway is like oh yeah definitely and Kelly that's like, <laughs> He's like wait a minute <laughs> Yeah. I I always. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Real quick. Um, the ice cream shop reference that I made. Oh yes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, 
Okay, that's that's mainly Megan's thing. It really is, because um, season two of Crystal stepped on my heart. And it's one of the few moments actually watching this show that I literally cried out in horror <laughs> and slash sadness. surprise and sadness. Because in the 90s anime, uh, a few members of the Black Moon clan, uh, the Spectre Sisters, they get an ice cream shop. They get they get a redemption on Let's, yeah, let's be re- real, guys. They re- get a, like, Mary Kay kiosk <laughs> in the mall. Yeah, like, they don't sweet sister action. <laughs> they don't get murdered. Yeah. They don't get murdered no. by Beast Man's, like, or Wise Man's Beast Hands. Beast or, Hand or no. Evil Eye. Or set on fire. Like, yeah. I think it was, um, Kaon was set on fire, and that was the moment. Yeah, like, Koan does get set on fire. Oh, no! <laughs> and that was, to be fair, she was setting a lot of people on fire before she was set on fire, so. <laughs> she was setting nuns on fair. fire. <laughs> um, but, yeah. but this one, and I, I actually really appreciate when a show, not just, not just anime, because I can think of a few anime that do it off right right mm-hmm. um but i appreciate it when any show presents a villain and then presents like that villain's death or downfall and then retroactively gives you backstory that makes you retroactively feel bad for them and uh, go oh okay i completely yeah. understand their motivations. harry potter anyone yeah <laughs> my always oh my god yeah but, but yeah but that's oh i'm sorry Oh, no, that's just what I'm saying. That's yeah. exactly what they did with Kalanite. And I was kind of, I wasn't sure what they were going to do with Professor Tomoe because they were very much leaning more towards the way that they went. But I was kind of like, well, how how are, how are they going to play this? Are see, they going to play it more like the manga or more like the 90s anime? See, what's really interesting to me is I love the way that they played Professor Tomoe because he is a prime example of a person who, like all people, has the capacity to be evil. Mm -hmm. And that is something, actually, that we see quite a lot in Sailor Moon, in the original story, in the manga, and as it's being portrayed in Crystal, where it's, like, it's just a testament to, like, Nako Takeuchi's understanding of, like, human beings. Because we all have that capacity in us to make awful choices. And, And in Professor Tomoe's instance... We saw that even before Pharaoh 90, he was like, this horrible, awful thing happened, but I'm seeing it as a blessing. It's giving me the opportunity to reconstruct my daughter's body, and this is and my this could be my the, greatest the life's work. Yeah, yes. the pinnacle of my achievements. I saw it as, you know, hot single dad, just <laughs> trying to make it work, where it's like, I'm going to utilize my skills to help my daughter, but no. No. No, he was creepy dad monster, and no. he just needed to have a little bit more egg power to then yeah. be become full-fledged mad scientist I crazy loved, and why'd it have to be eggs i love why is that it always frame eggs? though because, yeah you know, again if you're if we're making the calanite comparison you know mm. she didn't choose for that to happen to him. no he no. saw what it did and it was totally, like sign me up and was like yeah. sign me up for that and then i i loved the way it was um that it was animated too because it, i feel like it was just a little bit of a nod to the way he was always shadowy oh, one, oh i 100 percent agree with you and, on that and granted i'm liking the fact that it's not shadow face all the time in crystal mm-hmm. but i liked this moment because it was like mm-hmm. that i'm a big fan of silhouettes just in yeah, general. yeah yeah same. so i really really liked this yeah one. it was a nice homage to like a 90s era too where he was just uh oh yeah like oh, yeah. a lot of props for like your rant that just happened oh thanks <laughs> totally guys yeah, yeah no i yeah i mean i just that's <laughs> that's one of the things that i really like about sailor moon is i mean even even going back as early as like the dark kingdom stuff with queen barrel yeah her story is she was in love with Prince Endymion and he was not in love with her. And it was when she was at that weak moment of feeling rejected and heartbroken that Metalia got her. Which is yeah. like, hey, 
come over this way. I've got a thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And mm-hmm. I and I do feel that there is even though yes, ultimately I I totally agree with you Megan that like Kalanette looked like she was in pain. It was like at that point, Pharaoh 90 had taken over her body already, so it's kind of like, well, you can continue to be in pain, or you can become my mindless servant, and either way, I'm in control of your life. So, yep, so. which one do you want to pick? <laughs> I'll, I'll go with the power. Yeah, I'll, I'll go-, go with door number two. <laughs> yeah. I, I do love that he was like, okay, pledge yourself to me, and she's like, okay, fine, just make it stop. And he's like, oh yeah, you're going to dedicate yourself to finding hosts mm-hmm. uh, for, for all mm-hmm. uh, my vessels. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I don't know what any of those things are, but sure. Sure, yeah. I'm on board. Whatever I'm you totally say, on board. Boss. How did you guys interpret this stuff with the witches five? In terms of them oh. being science projects? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being these perfect bodies that were like made in test tubes. Yeah. Then it's also like, okay, I wasn't so sad about them not having the ice cream shop. Yeah. Or like, are we to say like the happy ending? Right, or right. Not? Um, because they didn't have souls? Oh, yeah. This is I mean, they were sort of like soulless vessels, though. Part mm-hmm. of me, I, again, it's like some of it, I, I, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't speak Japanese. I don't read Japanese. I, or, or I don't read or speak enough to really understand what's going on. Uh, I'm just trusting what's being told to me. So mm. obviously, we see them in the test tube, and there is something of like creating perfect vessels. But the mm. question is, like, were these girls really were, grown in a test tube? Were they, or, were, or were they students that were, were experimented on? Because we know for sure that Professor Tomoe has indeed been experimenting on himself. Yeah. And it's a combination of the diamond eggs, real human DNA, alien DNA, and cybernetics. What if they were like his daughters? That he, you know, made into that tube. Like, uh, at this point, yeah. I am not on the Tomoe train anymore. <laughs> so I think that he would be twisted you know enough what? to do that. You know what? Make them empty. Like, I was going to say, like, empty them out yeah. to be vessels for, for a diamond. I, 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 I would agree with I you. I think he'd do it. I, well, I think, too, it's because we man. know for sure that there was, you know, he, what got him earned him disrespect, honestly, mm-hmm. within the scientific community, is the fact that he was doing all of this, like, illegal human genetics research. So it is very possible that these were, like, homunculi, basically, that he was working mm-hmm. on. Yeah. And it wasn't until he got the DNA from the diamond eggs and the diamond eggs themselves that he was able to, like create living, breathing vessels to the extent that he he, wanted to. He was already going down this path. Pharaoh 90 just gave him the opportunity that he was looking for. And he jumped at that opportunity, didn't he? He sure did. bad man. Jump doesn't really even cover it. He was like, he like sprouted (laughs) wings and flew. Yes, yes he did. (laughs) Score! Yep. Like, to the point where Surprise Hero 90 wasn't like, whoa, dial it back a little, dude. Yeah. <laughs> we like, appreciate your enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah. you're my number one fan. I get it. All right. <laughs> yep. Calm down. Right, cool. to my Calm down. But the, um, <laughs> I, I will say that I also do appreciate, you know, again, given that he's been so um, subtle. Yeah, like you sure. know, the the performance has been very subtle up until this point. That it's just really nice to have that moment of like genuine mad scientist glee right before mm-hmm. he turns into an evil diamond monster. <laughs> yeah, no, there's definitely a lot of uh, of genuine mad scientist glee and. Then he turns into that crazy diamond monster, and that was a cool fight. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, normally, I don't appreciate like mustache twirly <laughs> villains, but he's been so downplayed this entire season that like 
when it finally happened, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I was completely, completely on board with it. Because like you said, <laughs> it's like, we knew he was a bad guy, but he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, but we hoped. We hoped that, you know, maybe right. he wouldn't well, be so, I, so bad. Yeah. bad. No, he's... It's a really bad man. I, I always prefer, like, if we're if we're given the option, I always prefer the sympathetic villain. So I probably mm-hmm. still, if given the choice between the two, would probably pick the '90s version of Tomoe, because I I just have but a see, soft spot for those particular tropes. This is more interesting. It is though. more it interesting. Very, and definitely. here's the thing: is I think, and maybe I'm a weird, disgusting person, but like, mm-hmm. I think there is a certain level of sympathy that I feel towards him because he's somebody who set out with the best of intentions being like, no, I'm gonna, you know, develop this research and do all this stuff. I assume to, you know, better humanity as most scientists want to do, but it was when he, it, but it was like the power drove him mad. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, I mean, it's not exactly the same, but like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like death note where like, We're like, late mm-hmm. when he got the Death Note and started killing spo- spoilers for Death <laughs> yeah. Note, guys. Spoilers uh, yeah. for the first episode of Death Note. So he's like in the title. Yeah, it's like in you the know. title. So, like, when he first gets the Death Note, basically, you know, he doesn't, he's initially just killing criminals, and then it very quickly deteriorates into like, well, I'm going to create a better world. I'm a god now. And so, that's exactly yeah. where Tokoy was. And everybody who stands in my way is, <laughs> is my basically enemy. a criminal. Yeah, there right? you go. And uh, for, yeah, no, it, it, for me, it's very similar. Looking at his story, it, it's very similar looking at the the antagonist in Orphan Black this yeah. season. Where it's oh, like, yeah. oh, okay, best of intentions, does not without giving anything away, <laughs> yeah. does not yeah. excuse the things that they are doing. Correct, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I totally, totally agree. Uh, on a more positive, I guess, note, even though they were, like, plunged into eternal darkness almost, mm-hmm. uh, Usagi's moment with the, uh, Outer Guardians on the elevator. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was kind of a bummer to be like, let's split up, gang. It was like, oh, no, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Bad things happen when no, you split up. I totally understand why, um, Sailor V did that, though, because, I like, do, too. Yeah, she's a general. She's okay. a tactician. You so guys? you do not leave, conquer. you do Listen. not leave your back um, you know, yeah. uncovered. If you're going to have everybody go, to, you know yep. everybody's in the basement, uh-huh. but you have to be sure. Yep. So Sailor Venus definitely had it on lock. I totally agree. Amanda Miller. Uh, Amanda tweeted at me earlier oh. and share me being like, can you guys explain this blondness? Why would they split up? And I was like, whoa. <laughs> oh my goodness. Whoa. She's like, has she never seen a horror movie? And I was like, mm, girl, that's mm-hmm. not what was happening. This this was this, a there was actually this a, was a re- general. At this work. was actually a reason to split up because I it's like if you're in a building or you're like trying to find something and there's an end and a beginning, you have one person start at the end and one person start at the beginning or one person start at the top and one person start at the bottom and ultimately you meet in the middle and then you can confirm we've covered all of our bases in half the time. Yeah. Well, and in this case it Ended up not working out. No, for them, no, but, but it's solid on paper. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's it, was a, it was a good tactical maneuver. It was. Not only that, but she also made the decision 
Sailor Moon, you stay with the outer senshi mm-hmm. because they know that they're stronger than them. I know. Yeah. yeah. So she made yes. the conscious decision of saying, Usagi, you go with Haruka. Make mm-hmm. sure you stay with Haruka. Yeah. It's like, where do you, you know, who covers your king? Like in mm-hmm. chess, your queen are queens. Right. In this, and in this. So yeah, you put them yeah. around your your. And in you a know, lesser show, there would have been drama about yeah. that. Like, nope. um, like we should be the ones to protect her. It's like, no, mm-hmm. no, no, no. They all understand. They all understand. Ray would have still been arguing. The uh, yeah, they time. would still be. They would still be fighting with each other. And mm-hmm. even, and even still, if it were the '90s anime, like Ray would be arguing against staying with it. She would be arguing for Usagi going with the Outer Guardians, but it'd be the two of them bickering about why they needed to split up. <laughs> but instead, they just let it go. Yeah, it's yeah. like, we don't have time. We gotta move Yeah, on. we gotta move. We gotta just move like on. Sailor Venus says mm-hmm. that we should split up, let's split up. Let's do it. Let's go. We listen to our general. Mm-hmm. You listen yeah. and you just do. You just go. <laughs> Speaking about that elevator. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Sailor Moon fought the darkness? <laughs> they yeah. Were, they were in a... Okay, for for one, they got in. An, mm-hmm. You don't get in an elevator mm-hmm. in case of fire or an emergency, but they got in the elevator. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna talk on that. Yeah, they probably should have just taken the stairs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're able bodied and fit. Yeah, um, you know. Pluto sure can make a freaking bubble. She could have just yeah, like they, bubbled them down there, yeah, right? Yeah, she's got a garden <laughs> ball. Yeah, Glinda Goodwitch stuff. <laughs> I know. <laughs> travel by bubbles. Yeah, but then the darkness just attacked them, and you know she fought the darkness. <laughs> yeah, it was a little. It was that a little is, literal. I mean, basically, what happens rough. is I, I like the conversation leading up to this. Yes, moment yes, of yes. I, I like just don't think I don't think we needed the moment of the darkness, darkness. in the elevator, no. though. Well, I could have just had an elevator talk. It could have just yeah. been that. I think what it was trying to be was how in you know the the previous episode with the labyrinth. You know, oh, she yeah. her, her imagine you know her worst case scenario was everybody turning against her, and right before we have this moment right. where they're all encompassed in darkness she's talking about how it her her worst fear in this moment is being alone yeah um, well, exactly well cuz i mean basically what she's expressing is and number 1 the things she was afraid of were legit it was like i'm afraid of this really crazy boss fight that we're about to go into uh i'm afraid of like finding myself completely outmatched. Like, those are all legitimate things to be terrified of. Um, But the main thing that she was afraid of was that on her own, she had no power. Because, like, she is... Because she's in super mode right now, and that's from She's the culmination, exactly. She's the culmination of everybody's powers. But basically, it was like the Outer Guardians are like, we've always been alone, but not really because, like, you were our guiding light, you yeah, know, during the Silver light. Millennium when we were all just being sad on our planets on the outskirts like, of the galaxy. Which, that was so, that was, was a gut really punch. It was really sad. It was really like, sad. like, seeing each of them on their separate, like, they're just, they're just so far away. Mm-hmm. Everything else was happening and each one of them lonely. Neptune looking into her mirror, I was like, oh my god, yeah, you need more like, friends. You, you, you have friends looking into the mirror, yeah. Oh, and then Pluto in front of her door. Pluto in front of her door. That was such a beautiful shot. Yeah, love door always fills fills me with like such sadness. Yeah. but for for me, could you just put yourselves in their shoes for just a minute? Just you're you are the first line of defense. You are isolated and alone, but ultimately you are there for your sovereign. Yeah. They don't even know about and you. Then there's this yeah. attack. They don't even. And know. the person who was your guiding light 
kills herself. Yeah. Uh, being just this horrible tragedy. Yeah. It is like in this very sad Shakespearean tragedy. That must have been yeah. devastating. So of course you have to enact, you know, yeah. the silence. Sure. That has to happen. Yeah. Well, it was like you know, I, I, I always sort of interpreted it as so. Like, everything falls apart in the Silver Millennium. Usagi stabs herself, and that's, like... Or Princess Serenity, rather. And I feel like that's sort of, like, the moment when, like, all the Outer Guardians were summoned, and they were suddenly together on the moon, and they're like, oh, no, it's about to go down. And that's what, you know, awakens Saturn. And I could yeah. see that she being just the moment. She just resets the universe. Oh. Mm-hmm. Because, like, at that point, <sighs> that's the end right there. Oh. Jeez. Uh, and yeah. I don't like thinking about that moment either because it's heart wrenching to me too. It's, it's so like, no, sad. Don't do it. don't do it's it. so sad. <laughs> no. Oh, when she had the 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 decision of where it's like when Usagi when Princess Serenity decided to uh, stab herself. Yeah. Oh man. Yep. <sighs> it's a rough time. The end of the Silver Millennium, guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> understatement. Everybody. Understatement. Uh, yeah. So I I understand what they were going for with the Usagi fighting her way out of the darkness. And again, she has like psychic communication with Mamoru, where he's like, "Believe in yourself." <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The uh, I I will the, the I remember I listened to like a. a D&D sketch a while back. Okay, I don't, okay. And um, and the person was like, I want to use magic missile. There's like, there's nothing there. I'm attacking the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Oh, it's just like the gazebo, but it's everywhere. Yeah. Listen, sometimes you just gotta, you gotta attack the darkness. <laughs> and that's exactly what she did, and she won. Take that. Yeah, very kingdom hearts. Oh, yep. I appreciate it. Um, I do want to address something from uh, at Unicorn of War on uh, Twitter, saying the last two episodes were just foreplay for the you know finale, which is, we're in the part of right now. Uh, but seriously, why does every version of Sailor Moon bench the inners? Uh, my girls. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I I love the inners as well. I actually don't feel that they were benched because, as we previously discussed, it's like they made the decision where they went, no, we're not we're not as powerful as the outers. Yeah. You should mm-hmm. stay with them. You're going to be safer with them. We'll cover the higher ground where we're pretty sure there isn't anything, but, like, we got to make sure. Yeah, and then there's also the flip side of that. It's like, yeah, they're making mm. sure, and, you know, that takes time. Yeah. Da, 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 while it's like, okay, they're probably in the basement. Let's go send our A-team with, you know, our head quarterback. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's go ahead and send them into the game. We'll be along in a second. Yeah. Well, and and not to mention, for one, it's a conscious decision on their part, so it, it would be like them benching themselves. But I think, in all fairness, um, the first two seasons, Seasons of Crystal did kind of miss the mark on giving the inners the development that we were hoping for. Sure, sure, so that that is fair. I can understand, mm-hmm. like because they're. I feel like they're doing the development for the outer senshi perfectly. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Very nicely. So I can understand kind of feeling like there's like we should be able to retroactively give them development as well. You know, in and terms I think, of the inner stuff. and I think that we. All, I mean, I think certainly you know each of them got an episode that was sort of devoted. You know what I... Like, yeah. they, they are getting more. The, the problem is we can't retroactively go back and fix those problematic elements of season one and two. Right. Yeah. And, um, it, wasn't, and it wasn't even so much problematic as non-existent. You know yeah, what I mean? It's not like they enough. were... It's not like they were giving them they, bad character development. Was, They're no, just, they just were skating so, over it. Yeah, exactly. So focused yeah. on hitting those story beats mm-hmm. that, like, characterization sort yeah. of went by the wayside. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to be generous and say 
say that it was because they knew that their audience was people that had read the manga or had watched the 90s it's era. Very, that they it's felt very like they didn't true. Have to. Yeah, I mean, so, I'm like, gonna, I'm they know who these people are. It's it. fine. But they have to know that many of their viewers have watched Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, <laughs> the live action Sailor Moon. <laughs> Uh, if you guys want character development, that's your show. Uh, you gotta overlook the cheesy Yoma and the really bad CGI. Nice. And, and the plush animals. Yeah, and, and, the, and the ribbon dancers uh, that dance through uh, Minako's hair to give her golden hair when she transforms into Sailor Venus. You gotta overlook all great. of that. And, by, and you will watch it in the beginning and you're like, what is this? And in the end, just sobbing. Honestly, <laughs> I, I tried watching the first episode and I couldn't get through it. But with how much you've talked about it, I'm like, I, I'm going to have to <clears throat> Listen, sit guys, through it. Listen, guys, it's sounds, It it's really sounds good. phenomenal. It's really good. Uh, <laughs> anyway. I'm trusting you on this, Emma. If I come to regret it, I'm going to blame you. You will not. I can it, say 100% that you will It doesn't sound like it'll be wasted time. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, after that, you know, hair-raising fight against the darkness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but I was I, I was impressed with Sailor Moon these last two episodes. She's got some dodging skills. I yeah. mean, she has a mm-hmm. you know, it's like maybe her shoes have like a plus seven modifier. Or something. <laughs> yes. Back like hands spring in heels. Dang girl. Yep. <laughs> yep. Love that. Paying yeah. homage to the acrobatics of Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, where I'm pretty sure they didn't get stunt doubles. They got gymnasts. Uh, mm. Yes, there's a lot of there's a lot of cartwheels and flips <laughs> in that show. But uh, but yeah, I mean. The other thing is, too, that I really, really liked about that boss battle, in addition to Sailor Moon's mad dodging skills, oh, man. it was the fact that it addressed the fact that they were murdering somebody. Yes! yes. She had she had a pause. I know. She it was, was like, a big wait a minute, that's, that's Hotaru's dad. That, like, just a minute ago, that was his dad. That was her dad. Yeah, yep. And she did it. And she did Which it anyway. It's so funny because up until this point they've been murdering people left and right. I know, but they yeah. but the thing is, and I, this is terrible. This is awful. You do not live your lives this way. But they had no emotional stakes with the Witches Five. They're like, we don't know these girls. We're not yeah. trying well, to we're not trying to rescue someone they're directly well, related they to. Didn't, they didn't know the backstory yeah, of They had the no idea. No, the they only had no idea. the yeah. only villain they had any emotional stake in up until this point was when uh Tuxedo Mask got brainwashed mm-hmm. and when uh Black lady was uh you know Chibisa. was yeah. brainwashed yeah. and all that other yeah. junk totally so uh so yeah there's absolutely no stake in them to care but this is a little girl's dad yeah yeah and and i you took tea with him yep you you use the bathroom in yeah. his house yep <laughs> you and, were a guest in his home yep. yeah you're a guest in his school you're right gonna now. murder him <laughs> but i loved the fact that Uranus said to her in the midst of this fight, so first of all, uh, Space Sword Blaster, they just like turned up the animation on in this episode. It was was great. It's like, dodge all of that. Oh, you can't. It was amazing. And then there was that great shot of Uranus just like charging him with the sword, and Usagi's like, whoa, pause. And Uranus says to her, she's like, you can't do that. He... I understand, yes, he was Hotaru's dad, but that is not who he is anymore. He doesn't get to go back to being that. You have to kill him. Yeah. Which, you cool. know, that's so outer sense, she black or white. Uh-huh. You know, they're they're either end of the spectrum. And 
I understand why. And yeah. yes, yes, he was super bad monster guy. And as they said in the backstory, there really mm-hmm. was no going back. No. Yeah. Goodness no. knows what would have happened. Well, yeah. He would have he... been without his power. Yeah. But yeah, still, no. that was Hotaru's dad. It's like, what What does she, how is this going to well, end? And even prior to, to his transformation, he was like, Hotaru, she was my daughter at one point. Now she's this per. She, now she's, she's this the perfect pinnacle. vessel. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I did it. I Ooh. think that makes me a great dad. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, in the manga, in the um, frame right after he gets killed, where like you you can sense that Usagi sort of senses that Hotaru knows, mm. because that's I mean that's one of the things that I think is really cool is seeing this battle between Hotaru and Mistress Nine. Yes, I'm all about like that inner battle. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, and and with Hotaru like fighting through and being like, Nah, Mistress Nine, you are not getting to use this silver crystal. I'm going to protect nope. it from you. Yeah, and, and like the moment Chibiusa opened her eyes, I was like, oh my god, mm-hmm. oh my god, what's happening? Yeah, I, I was thinking zombie for a second. Yeah. It was just like, because there was nobody home, yeah. but the eyes popped yeah. open. Yeah, it's because Hotaru's protecting her soul. Yeah, uh, oh. Oh. yeah uh, Montserrat, uh, <laughs> yes. 90s anime was all about saving the vil- villains, while in Crystal, it's all about killing them. Yeah, oh, well. yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's and then a whole lot of accurate uh, Sailor Moon killed people. Yep. Yeah. She sure um, does. Uranus, no, um, kill him. <laughs> what, what is it? Moon, wow. Was it Moon Healing Escalation? Was the one where it was the crescent wand with the silver? Crystal yeah, yeah. Moon Healing Escalation. Yeah. yeah. No Moon Healing Escalation no. in this arc. Yeah. Rainbow, no. Har- rainbow Moon. Yeah. Heartache. Rainbow Moon Heartache. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Yep. Yep. Super Sailor Moon. Uh, yeah. Some serious heartache over the many deaths caused by <laughs> Rainbow Moon Heartache. Uh, yeah, but anyway, uh, but in that moment where, uh, where he, where Professor Trumbaway gets killed and we see Hotaru being like, sayonara, papa, mm-hmm. in the manga, there's some other, like, thoughts of hers floating in the frame where she's like, oh, my, my dad, he was so good to me and he took care of me, but he hasn't been that person for a long time. Mm. <sighs> yeah, that. I think that basically sums yeah, it up. Yeah. He really was a monster by the end of it. Yeah. So like both yeah. literally and metaphorically. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Monster yeah. that had to be put down. Yep. Yep. She Oof. was like, Dad, Oof. single tear. Yeah, and even though he was a monster, even though he did this to her, she was still heartbroken to have him. Of course, yeah. yeah. It was her dad. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, even though he was awful and ultimately in the end she knew that he was awful. He it's, Still her dad. Still her dad. And he did love her, I think. In like a weird, in his own way, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Maybe. No. Yeah. As like a science project, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I think that it was a real genuine love. And then, you know, he got consumed by his work. And the more his work consumed him, that's how they ended up with the accident with the fire in which she ultimately was well, more or less killed. And right. One thing we don't really touch on is how, like, but that you can obviously infer was probably one of the things that pushed him over the edge mm-hmm. is the fact that her mom did not make it out of that fire. Yeah. He, yeah. like, her mom dying might have been the absolute tipping point for him of like, okay, I'm yeah. diving into my work to emotionally not yes. deal with yes, this. Yes, exactly. And I and I think that it is a little bit, um, with the accident, you're, you're kind of in a place where you have to face what you've done because it was, you know, yes, it was an accident, but it was his lab and, and it, it was his yeah. fault. His fault. His wife died. Mm-hmm. No going back at that point. It's yes. like you take all of those 
yeah. pesky things like a conscience and morals and emotion, and yeah. you just push them back. Yeah, I mean, that's... it's exactly exactly like with Prince Damond in the last story arc. And, and this was really more apparent in Crystal than in the manga where his death was different, but, like, it felt very much like, in the end, Damond realized that he'd screwed up, but he was, he'd was gone too, too far, too, so he late, just had much. to embrace being evil at that He's point. Like, so I'm committed. That, that actually goes into something that uh, Pharaoh Partridge brought up. Oh, okay. It's like, I've always wondered how killing people does not actually affect the Guardians. Like, w- once the sailor suits are off, do they just forget? Uh, and it's like, yeah, there's some serious PTSD yeah. that can happen um, with these girls. Maybe not so much the outer senshi, just because of their growth environment. Because they've been doing it for so which, long, you and get it the impression. goes into that whole nature versus nurture kind of a thing. Um, yeah. With them being alone, it's very easy to see how they can be, um, you know, yin and yang with mm-hmm. this. Like, to be on the opposite end of the spectrum, where it won't affect them as much. Which is also another reason why I'm really glad that the inner senshi were separated from this particular event of having to kill Hotoru's dad. Yeah. Well, I mean, Sailor Moon's going to take it, you know, in the heart. Well, yeah. to be fair, every villain up until this point has been an invading alien force. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Like, even the, the the people that they killed, they were people from the future. Yeah, yeah. You know, they were, uh, they were you know, the Shitano were people from another dimension. Yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah. Um, it, it was like, it was never like, Hey, that person over there, that normal guy who's been through a lot, yeah, no, he's possessed now. Those people, they always seem to be able to save. Yeah. But, like, not this time. Yeah, yeah. And not for this particular arc. It's like the Witches 5, even though they were kind of test tube creations, it's like, (laughs) this is like the first time it's like a real person that they could see walking down the street yeah like yeah it's the yeah. mention of ptsd my chat's working now uh, <laughs> uh andrew fedge says uh you want serious ptsd in magical girls watch Puella magica madoka magica if i didn't have already enough feels for yeah. one yeah. night uh yeah no. and, and is a some good people one. brought up stars yeah we've seen stars too it's like yeah, yeah we, we know yeah we know. it goes it goes yeah. there it goes there it really does um but yeah so, uh but no i i just i really uh i, I really enjoyed this episode of crystal i really enjoyed the way they they really explored both um both professor tomoe and Kauri's like origin with mm-hmm. pharaoh 90 and um and it was a super dramatic ending, you know? The whole yeah. uh, Mugen Academy just starts to fall apart mm-hmm. uh, after uh, Hotaru is fighting Mistress Nine, and Mistress Nine's like, I'm going to tear my whole body apart. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going to do anything to make this dream happen and make the, the Earth ves- the vessel for the Tau solar system. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, um, Master Pharaoh 90 is going to be able to complete his fetal activity. <laughs> And everything. Oh, the subtitles. Oh, weird, oh, the subtitles. Which is why I'm so glad at the end of this we got wet shirt, you know, tuxedo <laughs> cannon. <laughs> it's like I understand now why they changed it because yes, I needed that. Thank you. Oh, that is After so funny. Episode, Everyone yeah, use more I need actually yeah, um, at Omega Ruby Night on Twitter and the hashtag was like, does the happy ending theme feel weird to anybody when the show ends <laughs> on a dramatic note? Oh, it feels especially weird on Crunchyroll because if you watch on Hulu, you get and and you don't pay for no commercials uh you get a commercial break and then the song but like if you're watching on crunchyroll premium like i am like Boom. it's just like it's like oh no i think all my friends are dead tuxedo mask flipping my cape 
sun and the rain. One one button undone. There's a bit of tonal dissonance, yes. A little bit, But I think you can make the argument that, like, you're in need of some levity. Yes. Yes. And uh, not necessarily, like, rainbow sugary levity like we were getting with the Chibiusa ending, but, like, I don't know, a guy in a mask and a cape. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I wonder what the last one, well, do they have enough time to, like, do another ending? No, I'm pretty sure this this might be the end. This is gonna be it. Oh. What an adorable note to end, you know. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, yep. we're going to hit those emotional beats and then be like, you know what? Cape flip. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, in uh, as, since we're talking about the ending theme and starting to wrap things up here, why don't we uh, dive into some predictions for the upcoming episode? Ooh. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Okay, I think the end of the next episode is the end of Mistress Nine and the (laughs) birth of Sailor Saturn, but it's not going to happen until the very end. Yeah. Wow. Um, Good, great. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Uh, Okay, so I I think um, from... The whole thing, like with the the you know the silence and stuff. Oh, I keep on thinking Buffy. I, right? <laughs> yeah. Or like Doctor oh, I'm Who. Sorry, Doctor Who. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. But so I mean, there, there was a great episode of Buffy where everybody lost their voices, and it's yeah, the only ep- yeah the only episode I, of Buffy to ever Emmy. win a uh, Emmy. Emmy. Mm-hmm. Filmed a lot on Colonial Street on the Universal lot. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, between thinking a wet shirt and then like having half my head like in the chat roll. Um, yeah, I think for a prediction, I. I think that we're not going to get that sweet, you know, little baby Hotaru um, to grow up again. I think it's it's going to be like a little a, more finite. It's going to be it's going to be gut wrenching. I think it it was funny. Um, it's going to be after after Tomoe died. I, I was just like, I can imagine uh, Sailor Moon turning to them and going, "How do you three feel about being parents?" Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Just, just I like throwing Michiru. that out there. <laughs> yeah. Michiru and Hakura. Uh, Haruka. Haruka. Oh, we're not going to get a baby Hotaru. I'm sad now, <laughs> you guys. Like, seriously. Aww. First Tomoe and now Who this. knows? Who knows? Anything mm. could happen. There. Anything's possible. <laughs> there is no ice cream shop. I'm not shop. saying anything. I'm not saying anything. Hashtag uh, there is no ice cream shop. There is no ice cream shop. Life I do want to. I do want to shout out to uh, Harukaru in uh, the chat. Yes, I saw that Yuga Yamato is returning as Tuxedo Mask in the next Seramu, which I am very excited about. <gasps> Uh, she's she's beautiful and amazing. I mean, I felt like obviously she was going to because otherwise people would riot. Uh, <laughs> but yes, I am. I'm very very pleased to see that that is in fact uh, confirmed. Uh, Stoic the D. I don't know if this is a promise or a prediction. More Hotaru Chibiusa-ness is coming. Uh, <laughs> there was some really lovely uh, rainbows around them in that scene where <laughs> she was like cradling her, being like, "Girl, you shouldn't just go around showing your crystal silver crystal to everybody." <laughs> yeah, you gotta hold that close, keep that private, keep that literally close to the chest. It's yeah, fun. yeah. Which it was kind of um, not to go back and forth on. This this episode too much, but like it was cool to have that Chibiuso Sagi parallel with both of them, like kind of floating in this dark void, yeah. and having the same fears and anxieties. Yep. Listen, uh, I believe it was Thomas Vaccaro said uh, that uh, Usagi and Haruka can run off together because Mamoru is his. 
Uh, and sh- shout out to Hikari Tano. Uh, the ice cream shop is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It is. Um, it's a lie. Speaking of Thomas, was it Thomas that sent us that lovely article over the weekend? It was. Oh, yeah. Unicorn, at oh, Unicorn of War. Yes. Yeah. So great. It Thank you great. so well much. Written. Yeah, that was fantastic. Um, and it was, I mean, it was all about something that, you know, we touch on a lot, I think, which is that ultimately... It's like, yes, Sailor Moon is a Super Sentai show. It's about a team of superheroes. But ultimately, mm-hmm. it's about, like, friendship and the power of... The, one of the things that I've always really appreciated about Sailor Moon is that it is very much about, like, the power of uh, of women. Yeah. 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 It's like you have these incredible kick-ass ladies. You know, they're trying to make it work. They have their own lives to, to do with it. But it... And then you have, like, um, you know, Tuxedo Cayman, and he he's a supportive role. He's like, yeah, baby, I got you. This yeah. is okay. Believe in yourself. I'm going to be here with our baby. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> you know, sharing yeah. our life energy. You go and do you. And, oh, my God, everybody responds to that. Yeah. And it's all these powerful women while still remaining very feminine. Feminine, shows. yes. Yeah. And they yeah. all are very feminine. And ultimately, it is the fact that Sailor Moon is so is so compassionate mm-hmm. and loving and you know, I just has all these really feminine traits that make her as strong as she is. Yeah, and each one of them has different personality traits that you can, if not, be like, oh, yeah, that's me. You can at least relate to. Yeah. You can relate to, you know, um, how Sailor V is like a, you know, a tactician. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you can relate to the strength of Sailor Jupiter, the yeah. nerdiness of, of um, Ami. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like there's something for everybody in this show. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, it's a it's so good. So thank you for that, Thomas. Yeah, thanks. That thank great. you. And that was a lovely article. Yeah. Check out check out our Twitters. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And read it. We all it retweeted it. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, sure. I'm, I, I at least favorited it. I think I favorited <laughs> it from Love and Justice also, and maybe replied. So yeah, guys, Sailor Moon is love. I mean, that's that's really. <laughs> That's where, I mean... Literally the power of love. It is. It is <laughs> yes. the literal power of love. Uh, I have just found Sailor Moon fans to be some of the... I, particularly the people that are, like, watching our show and like Sailor Moon Crystal, because there was mm-hmm. a lot of Sailor Moon Crystal hate. Yeah. And the haters, they they stay away because they, gave, they you know, they want to hate, so go and hate. But the people <laughs> that are here and that are like, we know Crystal has problems, but yeah. it's Sailor Moon. We love it. We're here to support it. They're, they're really some of the greatest, like, fans yeah. I've encountered in any fandom. And, uh, yeah, I just, I'm getting real, I just... You guys are yeah. awesome. <laughs> it's just loving the positivity. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, this is why we do this. Yeah, too. exactly. 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 Yeah. So, uh, yeah, any other uh, things you guys want to say or touch on before we uh, wrap things up here? Um, just that, uh, my only nitpick about this episode, mm-hmm. I didn't need to see Rainbow Moon Heartache twice. Yeah. Fair. In terms of recycled animation. Fair. Yep. Um, apart from that, no, this was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I- I'll just say, from here on out, can we leave the darkness alone? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yep. dar- the darkness is just trying to yeah. do its best. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I- <laughs> yeah. One other thing, when she's like saying uh, that she is the light and everything, did anybody else think of like the Dragon Ball Z monologue of I am the light and the darkness? That like really big, long one that Goku does when he's fighting Frieza? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know of it, but I didn't think of it. Nice. Okay. I didn't think of it, but I'm going to go back and I'm watch it again. 
Yeah. It's like, which, you which part of that fight? <laughs> yeah. That, like, season-long fight? Yeah. Oh, oh that was oh. long, guys. Really, oh, really Dragon really Ball was. Z, well, anything before GT is good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I don't like GT. That's okay. I'm pretty sure like it, it does. I'm pretty sure that Toei and Akira Toriyama don't like it either. <laughs> it's pretty sure it's been retconned away. Dragon Ball Super now. It's I fine. know. I know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Where they're also trying to capitalize on nostalgia, <laughs> being like, we don't need to put money into this. People will still buy toys. Toei, stop. <laughs> expect more from your fandoms, guys. Exactly. Actually, just everybody expect more from Toei. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works. There yeah, you go. Basically. Hold them uh, to a higher standard. Yeah, exactly. Hold mm-hmm. them to a higher standard. Don't just capitalize on nostalgia, but it's yeah. true. I am going to go buy all the Sailor Moon toys. So, uh, right. okay, Toei, you win. <laughs> um, that being said, we are going to uh, conclude this episode of the Sailor Moon Crystal After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Megan, where can people find you? You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Menguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-A-N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz, and I write articles for the movie chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. Markeia McCarty. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Markeia McCarty. Snapchat is Darth Thinmints. Uh, if you like live comedy, I'll be doing um, improv with Big Yellow Taxi tomorrow. Uh, that'll be at 8 p.m. at Pack Theater in Hollywood. It's a pay-what-you-can show. Because we're a free theater, so just come and <laughs> yeah, enjoy. come do it. Yeah, uh, and then also uh, June 18th, I have the monthly show with Essence Improv, uh, which Megan has come to a couple of times. It is Yay. so good, guys. Yeah, uh, it's all black females doing comedy. We do an hour-long set at Impro Studio, uh, which is also in Hollywood. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm Emma Fife. I can be found all over the internet at my name, Emma Fife, E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F. Uh, Harikaru, I, I agree with you on the GT thing. Just wanted to give one final thing. She's like, I like GT because oh. of Pan, and I did like Pan. Pan is great. She was great. She's adorable. She was great. Every, mm-hmm. I got her in a sticker machine. I was very excited uh, not too long ago. Uh, you can also find me uh, on my other Sailor Moon podcast, Love and Justice, a serious Sailor Moon podcast. It is in the iTunes store. If you look up Sailor Moon in the iTunes section of the iTunes store, you will find it. And I know we have a lot of crossover in our fandom, and that is amazing. So <laughs> thank you guys so much. Thank you to everybody in the live chat and the hashtag tonight. You guys always come out in full force and just make it a really great time for us here. And uh, we'll see you all again same time next week. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. In the name of the moon, I'll punish you. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 